0: Hey, and welcome back to Fitness Minus the BS. It has been a while. I have not done uh, I have not done a new episode in some time, uh, but today I have a, a topic that I think a lot of people will benefit from um, as it pertains to nutrition, but specifically uh, fat loss, um, and even more specifically than that, fat loss uh, when comparing to lean body mass and how much lean body mass that individual has. And it is my experience. Um, been doing this for a while now, going on uh, 18 years, that uh, typically I'm dealing with two different kinds of people uh, when it comes, sorry to sorry to pin, I know everybody's you know super special and individual, but in reality, there's really two different kinds of people that I deal with when it comes to fat loss. And the first is somebody that has a decent amount of lean body mass and also uh, a lot of body fat, all right? Now, obviously, I'm, t- I'm talking about people that are, that are overweight, all right? I do deal with people that are not overweight and have different goals. But for the purposes of this, I want to talk about people that are overweight. The other kind of overweight person has very little lean body mass, or shall we just say not enough, but also an abundance of body fat. And the, way that the, the, the process for these two people is very different, uh, or at least it should be. Because what we have with the person that has a, a, a good amount of lean body mass is we have uh, a, a pretty good furnace, right? We have a pretty good furnace to burn calories. The more lean body mass you have, the, your potential for calorie burning is higher than somebody with a lower amount of lean body mass. So given, you know, you take, you take two people that are the same weight. Uh, the person with the higher lean body mass will burn more calories doing a given activity, right? We, we walk 10,000 steps. The person with a higher lean body mass is going to burn more calories than the person with a lower uh, lean body mass. Uh, and that's just kind of basic science stuff. So when you have that person, uh, and, and what I want to integrate into this conversation is the different types of dieting that people do. And... I'm not here to argue what does and doesn't work. Uh, And I've done podcasts in the past about, like, as long as you're producing a calorie deficit, any diet will work, right? There's nothing special about any, whether it's keto or fasting or, uh, I don't know, whatever they'll come up with next, the snake diet. If you haven't heard of that one, look it up. It's pretty ridiculous. But as long as it's producing a calorie deficit, it's going to work, all right? So that's not the argument here. The argument is, what is going to be the best way for you to not only lose the body fat that you're trying to lose, but sustain it long term? Okay, because again, yeah, if I stop eating today, uh, I'm going to lose some weight in a, in a in, you know by the end of the week. I'm going to lose some weight, you know, until I have to start eating again. And then what happens? Well, the weight comes back. So like, not a great way to diet. Uh, and that's an extreme example, but that's what a lot of people do. They do these these diets that they have no no intention or no ability to do long term and then are somehow surprised when uh, they go back to their old habits and the, and the weight comes back. So the person that has a high amount of lean body mass is in a far better position, all right? The person with a high lean body mass uh, just needs to, because, because their BMR is already higher, meaning that the amount of calories of their body is just going to burn regardless of what they do, uh, when they do perform activity they 're going to burn a higher amount of cavity, cal- cavities calories because they have more lean body mass, so they are just stacking uh, calorie expenditure up on the other side. the person that has low lean body mass right they 're probably even if they 're overweight, so you know let, let's let 's say that they they both have fifty pounds of fat to lose right but the person with fifty pounds of fat with low lean body mass is going to weigh less than the person that has a high amount of lean body mass and 50 pounds. I hope you're coming with me on this. There's some, you know, maybe some visual math. But the person with a low lean body mass now has to account for the fact that they're gonna have to do more activity to burn the same amount of calories that the person with the high uh, lean body mass has, all right? So that's an issue. And this is where we get the, the people that will say, like, well, it's just, you know, it's my metabolism or it's, and in, in some ways, it's kind of an accurate statement because they are, um, they are not burning the same amount for the same activity. However, you still got to produce a calorie deficit, right? So whether that means you should be eating less or moving more or some combination of the two, um, it is what it is. But here's what I will say the person with the high lean body mass and the, and the high body fat. Going into a diet for them typically happens very smoothly, right? We figure out kind of where their maintenance calories are, the amount of calories that they would that they would consume and not gain or lose anything. We decrease that. We slightly increase their activity level, and things kind of get moving fairly quickly. All right, that their their lean body mass kind of takes care of of burning the calories. Um, I also highly recommend weight training. I know you've heard that from me a lot. Uh, but that that tends to go very well. On the other hand, you have the person with low lean body mass. They are gonna struggle, all right? And it's it's just because their, their BMR is already going to be lower, right? So BMR is, you know, base metabolic rate, the amount of calories that they can consume and do nothing. Then their activity level is gonna need to be even higher than the other person, so I mean, if you have and this has happened before, you have two friends. One is the high lean body mass person, one is the low lean body mass person. The high lean body mass person starts to lose weight, things go well, the friend who is you know going on walks with this person, they're, you know, they're doing meal prep together, they're, you know, they're essentially doing identical things, but she's struggling. The one with the low, the low lean body mass, right? She is struggling and starts to get pissed off and acts like you know, fat loss is just not in the cards for her. In reality, what I try to convince that person of, sometimes to no avail, is that what they really need to focus on is building more lean body, uh, lean body mass, more muscle. That, that is going to... Now, the reason they don't want to hear that is because that is going to prolong the amount of time uh, that they are overweight uh, and, and not where they want to be. And I can, I can appreciate that. However, even the people that diet down with low lean body mass are typically not happy with the way that they look. It's not like they diet off that fat and they're low lean body, now they're, now they're just very thin, right? They have low lean, body, low lean body mass, they have low body fat, now they're just a thin person. Some people would say that they're just fine with that. However, most of them, at least the ones that train with me, decide after that, like, okay, well I would, you know, I definitely want to build some muscle, I want, I want to look more muscular, I want to look a certain way. So whether you do it after or before, to me, doesn't really matter. And I would argue that if you did it before, if you did it pre-fat loss, right? And now, I'm not suggesting that we go on a massing phase when you're 50 pounds overweight. What I am saying is to focus more on on probably closer to maintenance calories and really, really get in the weight room and push those weights. Uh, You know, really focus on getting stronger, really focus on Uh, You know, sometimes pushing heavier weights, sometimes pushing higher reps. And over time, what you'll end up getting is kind of a recomposition where you're still going to lose some body fat, uh, just probably not at the same rate you would if we were full blown into a cut. But you're going to be building some muscle. And as you're building muscle, your BMR is going up, right? Your base metabolic rate, these things are going up. And actually, if you keep your calories the same, you kind of slowly start to push yourself into a calorie deficit. Uh, The activities that you're doing start to burn more calories. And after a while, and I I watched this happen, you you talk about six months of just just training to get stronger and build some muscle, and your body already starts to look different. You're already starting to change because the combination of small amounts of fat loss and small amounts of muscle gain start to kind of, we, we call it recomposition, right? It starts to recomposition your body. And this is in my opinion, probably the best way for a high body fat, low lean body mass person to attack this problem. The only issue is time. And I know that we're all about as impatient as we could possibly be. We want it right now. But I've got so many people that have tried you know, the, the, the diet route first. Because, you know, they, they listen to what I have to say. I, I laid that whole thing out for them. It's like, well, I still want a diet first. Great. Your diets are not going to go awesome. They're going to be a struggle. You're going to lose some body fat for sure. But what always ends up happening is we have to, we get to a point where your calories are uncomfortably low. Your activity level needs to be uncomfortably high. And we have to end the diet before you lose your mind and you eat a whole jar of peanut butter. And we, you know, let's say that we got eight pounds off. Well, you're not happy with that. You have 50 pounds to lose. So then we have to go into a maintenance phase, right? Cause we can't just diet forever. That's, that's something that I think a lot of people have learned the hard way. And then we do the next cut, right? So now, so let's say you lost, the first time, the first cut, you lost eight pounds in, you know, let's say six weeks. So then you take a six-week break, and then you go back into it again. You lose another eight pounds, right? So we're down 16 pounds in what? Eight, 16, or excuse me, six, 12, and 18 weeks. If you'd have spent the same 18 weeks building, you know, trying to build some muscle and, and probably, I mean, you, you probably would lose five, six pounds of fat in that same time. So you're not that far off of where you would be if you were just dieting, but you're going to look better, right? You're going to look better because you're increasing that lean body mass while you're decreasing that. So this is just one of the things that I, that I really try to focus on and what I want to steer you away from if you are, well, let's do this. How do you know which one of those people you are? I'm sure there's people out there are like, well, I have no idea how much lean body mass I have. I highly recommend getting some type of a scan done. Um, they have those little in-body things, which are they're, they're fine. Um, you could do a DEXA scan, which is going to be way more accurate. Uh, but getting some kind of an idea of where your lean body mass is. Uh, what I have seen is that women, the closer you get to 100 pounds of lean body mass... Um, maybe even into the like you know 110, the better your cuts seem to go. So if you get a body scan and you have 75 pounds of lean mass, and you've been struggling with fat loss, that's probably a good indicator indication of why that's happening. So uh, the, the tail end of this, and I'm I'm, I'm going to wrap this up, but the tail end of of choosing a diet when you do uh, start to do that kind of thing is you always, especially if you're a low lean body mass person. You've got to prioritize protein. You've got to make sure that you're you're getting in um, at a bare minimum a gram a gram per pound of lean body mass. So um, if you're if you're a seventy of lean if you're not getting in at least seventy five grams of protein, you're you're screwing up. You're probably going to start losing a little bit of muscle. Um, and of course this is all this is all predicated on how you're training. If you're attacking this from a purely cardio standpoint, and I, I consider boot camp to be cardio, I know a lot of people think that boot camp is is strength training. It's just not. Um, I could do a whole other podcast about that by itself, but if you're not strength training in the sense that like you are actively adding weights to the bar uh, every single week or, or adding weight to whatever you're doing, if you're lifting the same 10 to 20 pound dumbbells over and over again, like that's not strength training you are you're doing cardiovascular activity and you just happen to be holding weights while you do them. Same thing with medicine balls, same thing with battle ropes, same thing with burpees and all that kind of stuff. Um, those things, are, they're, they are burning calories, absolutely. Yes, you're using muscles, but that is not strength training. So if you, are, <clears throat> if you are strength training and you're tearing down your muscles like that and you're not getting in enough protein, we're, first of all, we're not gonna get stronger. Second of all, we're not gonna recover. So that your workouts are going to, instead of getting better and better, they're going to get worse and worse. So making sure that you choose a, a diet. And when I say diet, I'm just talking about the kinds of foods that you're eating that are high in protein, that you're spreading them out throughout the day. Um, you know, I've heard people like, well, what if I just eat 40 grams of protein twice a day? It's better than not doing that. Um, but ideally, you're kind of spreading that out over the course of of multiple meals um, you know, three to five tends to be kind of the best range for that. And making sure that whatever diet you choose is pretty darn close to the way that you would want to eat normally, right? So if you're the kind of person that likes to eat three times a day, you know, intermittent fasting is going to be tough for you because it's, you know, a lot, of, a lot of the times you're skipping breakfast. Um, but intermittent fasting has its own issues when it comes to, Building muscle because now you're putting your body through prolonged periods of time without protein. Um, anytime your body needs protein and it doesn't have uh, available protein, it's going to start breaking down muscle tissue, which is the opposite of what you want to happen. So, basically, what 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 I'm what I'm getting at here is you want to try to balance out your nutrition with the you know whatever fits your lifestyle the best. If you like carbohydrates, keto is probably not a great idea for you. Right. I mean, you know, I always I always joke with my clients it's like, you know, you're going to cut out carbs. You know, what, you don't know kind of food have carbs in them. The best kinds, all the best, all the best kinds of foods have carbs in them. So, you know, cutting that out kind of is bleak. It's kind of a, a bleak thing for the rest of your life. So choose. Choose a method of eating that best mimics how you would like to eat forever. I don't think anybody. A lot of people really think about it like that. They think that a diet has to be something extreme, or something you know that that is you know borderline torturous. And the first thing that I try to teach people when I work with them is, it's like, look, let's look at how you're already eating right now. All we need to do is 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 control the calorie intake, right? We can eat. Very rarely do I have somebody that it's like, no, we got to scrap all this. Uh, You know, we for the most part are just cutting down calories. Maybe we are. We're we're switching around portion sizes. You know, maybe we're eating too much carbs and not enough protein. So we're eating, you know, just for an example, for this meal we'll eat less rice and we'll eat more chicken. So we're just kind of moving around uh, the portion sizes and the and the macronutrients. That's I, I'm getting into a different podcast right now. Um, but if you if you are somebody that would that would like some help with the nutrition side, like we obviously offer coaching for that. Uh, and you know, not to. Not to pat myself on the back, but we're we're really good at it, and we've been doing it for a long time. So, uh, you can always reach me on any of our social media platforms, uh, Train Insane Gym on Facebook and, and Instagram. Um, but if you if you ever have any questions like that, you can always reach out to me. I hope this helped. I think that this is really. Um, I know I didn't talk a whole lot about the the person with high lean body mass. To be honest, they're going to have a little bit of an easier road than. The low lean body mass, and that's why I focused most of this on that because i I have a lot of people that come to me in that situation and it's very, very difficult to make them understand that like, look, I know you want to lose body fat, but kind of right you know right now you you're not in the best place to do that the most efficiently um, just just in my experience, and if you're that person and you feel like you've been struggling like that's that's a good uh, it's a good reason why it might be happening, and you definitely want to look into moving around some weights building up that lean body mass so that you can have a little bit of an easier time burning those calories. So thank you for listening, and I'm going to get back into doing more of these, so please subscribe, and uh, I'll talk to you next time.